Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Guys, what's poppin', congregation? It's your girl, Scam Goddess, a.k.a. Lacey Mosley, and we're back with another installment of Scam Goddess. <laughs> I tried to give y'all something a little different. Was that different? Did y'all like that? I don't know. Um, Hey, y'all. So what are we saying? What are we saying all together in your radios, in your cars, um, in your bathtubs, avoiding your children? Uh, what are we saying? I'm very what? Yes, I'm very excited for today's guest. And I am. Oh, my God. This is the homie, bro. Like, are you watching TV? Because if you are, you've seen him. Are you a Grace and Frankie fan? Do you have Netflix? Do you steal it with your family as I do? Because I have a family Netflix account and I am in my late 20s. Uh, guys, he has a new podcast. Very poppin', very funny, very talented. His podcast is called self <laughs> like self-care, but self quar like quarantine, okay? Get into it. Guys, we have Baron Vaughn. Hey, Lacey, what's up? Hi! <laughs> We've I'm been so talking, but you. we can pretend like we haven't been talking. We can pretend <laughs> like not. They have, the, the audience has not heard us talk, but we have been talking, which I'm happy because... You know, I'm I'm happy to see you, you know, quote, uh, see you with quotation marks. Right. Uh, just, <laughs> I've met you in a weird way, but I'm 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 so happy that I know you and I've been following you and you're just doing doing the things out there. So, I've been following you, know. you too. I, I, we met in a way that maybe you guys will never understand or find <laughs> out about. <laughs> but we met at work. Let's call it work. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you're just your spirit, your energy. You're trying to get me a boyfriend immediately. I was like, I love him. <laughs> Because I, I do need a boyfriend. It's time. Or a girlfriend. I don't know. Just a person. It's time. Well, um, you know, I, I, I saw I saw a quality human being. And, uh, <laughs> and I know you're a comedian like myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, when she's at home, though, <laughs> like <laughs> when she's by herself, though, is there someone for her? You know, but I that's mean, what I saw. I that's feel what like I, saw, I need Lacey. a boyfriend, but I also feel like I really need an assistant. And I'm like, am I confusing <laughs> the two? Because I'm like, oh I my have God. been, I have been a boyfriend to people who thought that's what that meant before. <laughs> like, like, did you get the flowers? Yes. Uh, did you get the shoes? Yes, I did. Okay. And tell right, me happy I'm like, birthday. Did you get my dry cleaning? <laughs> also, did you check my emails? I love you. Give me penis. Like sometimes, like, give, I love you. Give me penis on a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> that's my new merch. I love you. Give me penis. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 guys. 
So wait, Baron, do you have yeah. any relationship with scams? That's the one thing I didn't prep you for before we started. Have you ever been scammed? Are you a scammer? Yes. Do you think you're a mark? Like, what's up? Because I'm both. Oh, I'm both. I'm a, like, I'm yeah. a scammer and I'm a mark. This is I'm a, I'm I've been a mark, but the scam is <laughs> I have been scammed. Um, which is how I learned I was a mark. And then I learned I was a mark my entire life. This is why people don't, so that's why people meet me and they don't understand me because people who are like me and grew up where I grew up usually don't make it. So they're like, oh, you're alive. And it's kind of like, yeah, that's right. It's what happens if you stay inside. So <laughs> gang, gang, inside gang, gang. gang. But I have, I have been scammed. I had a, a business manager mm. who stole Thirty thousand dollars from me. Oh my god, you got Rihanna'd. Oh no, I got embezzled from. I got Rihanna'd. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to work, work. I just didn't want to have to. I filed a police report. That's what uh, bitch better have my money is about because she got robbed by her oh, business manager. Bitch yeah, better have much. my money because bitch had her money and actually should not have had it. <laughs> she yes, was like, well, oh bitch, can you give it back? Like, but that happens, you know. And I, because of it? my Baron, how they do it. Well, you know, and the reason I was a mark is because, you know, and this is what 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 it woke me to is mm -hmm. my issues with money, my mm -hmm. insecurity about knowing how to handle my finances, mm -hmm. me not wanting to actually deal with it because it seems hard, you know, so I just trusted a dude blindly uh, like a dumbass and he stole a lot of money from me. And then after I, you know, fired him and he never gave me anything back Damn. and I looked at the, and I got the bank accounts and I you was like, put wait a minute. And sue him? You didn't take it to people's court? <laughs> but I'd be like, dun 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 dun. Like, you gotta just get Lacey, the risk of heart attack on that nigga. You, you can't let him you go. You think he's walking down the damn street with his dog? No, the man is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the wind. So Baron, it's like, was he a business manager or was this just a nigga who showed up and was like, let me manage your business? Well, like, that's the a thing. Because I wonder if the dude who introduced me to him was part of the scam or was also <gasps> oh. scammed. Ooh. Yes, exactly. Because it was like I was making money mm -hmm. and I wanted to do do it blackly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted to stay black. Oh, so no, a he black was black. man. No. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. He was black. He was black. And it was a black man who I knew who worked in accounting and finance, who I knew for a few years, mm -hmm. who referenced me to this dude. Mm. But that's how these guys, because my lawyer was about to do it, because he's like, you like working with him? Because because people try to get each other work, you know, if 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 you're fucking with, you know, the crew. Yeah, that's but, how I got my first accountant, who I hate, and I'm late on my taxes. I'm probably going to get less <laughs> Wesley Snipe. I got him for my goddamn lawyer, and he's mm. terrible. I thought the nigga was dead at one point, because I could not reach him. <sighs> like, I thought he was dead. I Googled his name, and another CPA with the same name, it was like, that nigga died. So I was like, oh my God, that's why he didn't return my calls. The nigga mm. did. And and then I found out he wasn't dead. And I was like, what's happening? Y'all about to lure and heal me. <laughs> I love that you're still there emotionally. I am. Uh, but, but go like, continue. No, and that's what it was. It was kind of like, you know, I, I trusted a dude. I was I was like, had to be working with someone who was black, with, you know, and and. You tried to do black owned. You said black lives matter. No, <laughs> I, I seriously did. It was literally like I'm doing black business. It literally that was important. That's to how me. he scammed you. It, you have to watch out for niggas no, as well. Okay, the shot, the Sean King well, of and, it all. And here's the thing. This is what I should have done. 
vetted the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I I just took I just took a word and I should have ref I should have you know checked his references and all that shit. But I was so excited at the time and money was new. Mm-hmm. for me you know what i mean i did not grow up with money so this is why i have all these insecurities in the first place right so being able to be like oh i'm making enough money that i can pay someone to think about it for me seemed like that was a i have arrived kind of thing mm-hmm. but it's exactly the shit that is why i was a mark because i i didn't handle my business you know what i mean you always have to know for real my mother always said you're never big enough to not sign your your own checks oh that's a great one that's a great one and my mother told me don't answer don't answer that's a bill collector so like it's (laughs) it's you know different folks different strokes she had all the bill collectors saved in her phone (laughs) like fuck niggas she don't talk to no more (laughs) this is me aging myself i'm like no no we had landlines that's that's what we had back then i remember a landline i remember a landline i i remember (laughs) I remember a boy calling me in high school and his voice was too deep so my parents would never let me talk to him. They were like, that's a grown ass nigga. We not, you can't talk to him. Where did you, I forget where you grew up. Where did you grow up again? Dallas, Texas. Oh, that's right. You're like a, a Texan. Okay, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's weird. I'm like, was I born in the 1800s or was I born in the 90s or what, like what happened? Because my parents, mm. I, the first boyfriend that I ever had was someone that my parents made me go on dates with. <laughs> Mm. I mean, that's very Southern. I had to be courted. They were like, you need to know how to be treated like a lady and you don't date. And they're right. My mom's like, why don't you date? And I'm like, oh, Uh, this business. (laughs) Are they very conservative? Um, They best I Baptist. (laughs) I love that. I finally made you uncomfortable. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whose podcast is this? Listen, my mother listens to this podcast and she will drag me. She told me I can't keep talking about organized religion. Yo, she knows if she's conservative. That's fine. They're they're bedside Baptists. So they're like I'm not saying that as a bad thing necessarily. No, they're fun, but they are like a little conservative, but they're fun. They're good. Dallas was the first big city I ever went to. And they're very accepting. That's a big city to you. Dallas is not a big city, Chad. Oh, you don't know how country I am. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, where is you from? <laughs> I was born in a small town in New Mexico, Lacey. New Mexico? They, exactly. They be having black people in New Mexico? <laughs> yeah, and they came from Oklahoma. That's crazy. <laughs> and it slowly went west, <laughs> and that's why we had family in Dallas. Uh, okay. And that's why, you know, Albuquerque was the big city, and then we went to a church conference in Dallas, and now I was like, what Come on, these church buildings? Conference. You know, you know. <laughs> No, Dallas is not a big city. It's a good place, I think, to raise a family. Yeah, it was big like... for me. It was big for me. And, you know, now that I've lived in New York and L.A. or whatever the hell, I'm like, ah, so quaint. But it's just it's a specific culture is what I mean to say. And that like that makes sense for me what you said, because Southern black people are a certain way. I was also raised by Southern black people. Mm. So I know. But it's not like a it's not an insult in any kind of way. I'm no, not I didn't anybody think that at down. all. No. I didn't think that at all. I just had to think about it because I was like, they're so fun and they throw great parties. There was a New Year's once where I woke up in our house and everyone, because it like snowed or something the night before it sleeted, there was like ice on the road so people couldn't drive home and everyone was wasted because my mom is like the best party thrower and host. (laughs) So I woke up as a kid to all of my uncles, aunties, family, friends asleep on the ground in my house. Like I was stepping over people who had just made pallets on the floor and I was like, I think my parents are cool. (laughs) 
Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. But they're also so Christian, but they're fun. So, you know, I, that conservative feels like not the right I know this right is going to be controversial, what I'm about to say, but Christians can be cool. All right? Yeah, I said it. I said it. Christians <laughs> listen, can be I cool. I still love Jesus because, listen, y'all, I know I have said very critical things about the religion because I think a lot of pastors are scammers. Um, I think even just thinking that God called you to talk to people about God is a scam. But mm. <laughs> I do like religion simply because I'm a gambler and I'm gonna put my money on everything. So if I get up there, I got Jesus and I got God. And it's like, if one of them niggas not there, I'm gonna be like, I was with both of y'all. So like, let's go. Like, <laughs> I put my money on everything. <laughs> you see, I'm from Vegas. So I, I know that those are horrible odds, but I, you were saying. I, 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 I put my money on red and black. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm going to somebody heaven. <laughs> so, listen, if it's a celestial kingdom, shout out to the Mormons. I'm trying to get a planet. You know, I, I, want, <laughs> I want to get whatever is whatever's happening up there. I want it. Okay. <laughs> did you ever know any black Mormons? Oh, no. I did. You do? You do the one? Yeah, I did. A what? couple. One of my best friends yeah. from high school is Mormon, and I would. She was only people, one of the few people that I could actually hang out at her house because my mom is very conservative about that. She never let me go nowhere. Um, but I, they I had. I wonder this thing. why you're a comedian. Continue though. <laughs> they had this thing. Do you know about this called the what? Mormon Trek, where they like go through the woods and shit and carry hand carts and like basically reenact Joseph Smith's journey. Um, oh. Of thinking he got to California? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not know that. No, they I did not know that. They reenacted it. They reenacted it. And my friend was like, come with me, girl. And I was like, ooh, I want to push a hand cart. I want to wear garbs. I want to do, you know, cosplay for the weekend. My mom mm. wouldn't let me go. <laughs> <laughs> it's also amazing that you thought that was cosplay. That's that, that was your version of cosplay back then. And actually, oh God, this reminds me of my, one of my friends who passed this year, which, oh God, that shakes me. But he went and I didn't get to go and mm. he's black. And at one point, because it's all cosplay, right? They go and they eat him. And this, somebody comes into the dining hall and is like, all of the Latter-day Saints stand up. And it's like, they got to get kicked out or whatever. Like, they got to keep mm. going on the trek. And so everybody stood up except for him. And they were like, you got you to gotta stand up now. This is what's happening. He was like, I ain't Latter-day Saint. I'm a nigga. I'm just going <laughs> to <laughs> Oh, my God. You don't know, though. See, this is the thing. I have studied too much history about religion. And so it's kind of like, and I've been, I was raised Southern Baptist. I've been a Jehovah's Witness. And I've also been to the jungle and drank mystical teas and talked to aliens. Not mystical so teas. <laughs> I will, I, 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 I've tried it all. And I love it all <laughs> at the same time because I'm I'm very lost. So it's kind of like whatever's whatever's going to make me feel a little less whatever. Right. That's what it's all about. It's a fun time. We all join in, get in the cult, get it cute. Guys, all right. <laughs> it's time for what's hot and fraud. Because I told you this podcast is a scam. You thought you came here to learn scams, but it's mostly me doing comedy with my friends. <laughs> but I will I will do what I said I would do. And I will talk about scams um there's two things one i have to address uh up top which is not a retraction i don't want to call it that um (laughs) maybe it is a retraction um we talked about a scam on amazon where you could read books for free and return them and I've recently learned through a lot of you guys reaching out because my fans are mean to me. <laughs> They're mean. 
Um, I love them, but they are mean. And <laughs> uh, this person wrote in, and I will call them what they've asked me to call them, which is Brianne the Stallion. And Brianne the Stallion says, last week someone described a scam on Amazon where you can buy a book on Kindle, then return it for free. Do not do this to authors you like. When you return an Amazon book and ask for a refund, Amazon takes that money from the author. For example, if you pay $10 for Harry Potter, then return it, Amazon takes $10 away from that transphobic bitch. (laughs) She's a turf. I love it. So you're scamming her, which I do approve of, which, yes, I do approve as well. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How long does how long can you have a book before you can return it? A Kindle book? People mm-hmm. are buying Kindle books and returning them. People are buying ebooks, reading the ebook and returning it for a credit. And so when you do that, you get to basically steal all the words and entertainment and get your money back and go buy another book with that money. Who are these motherfuckers who are so dedicated to reading <laughs> yet have not heard of the library? It's just kind of like this is way more exhausting than I getting a library it's, card. Going to the library, physical libraries, that's a lot, you know? Well, these, well, well, you gotta get these a people, book that everybody touch. And you know, people be going to the bathroom not washing their hands and then they well, flip through pages. Like, now, that's yeah. true. That's true. Libraries, <laughs> they might be gone. They might be gone now. Who knows? That's crazy to me because it's kind of like these people also read fast. That's that's why I'm asking. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna read this book in a day. In this return is it. a scam <laughs> for the erudite. Okay, this is a scam for the the educated and the smart, and I like it. So she says, only use this scam on rich ass ain't shit authors who don't need your money. Um, hmm. I wanted to say that because we provided this information to the community and then a lot of people were like don't do this it's bad for the authors and the authoresses and i was like oh i don't want to hurt the authoresses like i want <laughs> i want the girls to get their writing coin like so y'all be ethical with your scams okay if you scam with jk rowling bitch steal all the harry potters we don't care she's turf steal hmm. steal from her but you know if it's a girl who needs the coin you you know do right don't do wrong <laughs> I mean, you know, I I heard some stat. I don't know if you heard this about like that. It is mostly women who are doing all of the reading in this country. Like it's, it sounds like I saw some stat that like it's like all the reading. Is, is like, this your new stand up set? Bitches no. be reading. <laughs> <laughs> you bitches be reading. Listen, you know. y'all know bitches be reading. <laughs> they got the bells on they hooks. Um, no, it's it's. I'm like, oh my lord, Audrey. No, it's it's. I'm, I'm being silly now, but like, I know I I read that like like it's like mostly women are reading. Like that's the top demo of actual readers. Also, it's like mostly women that run the whole publishing industry. It sounds like as well. So, mm-hmm. which makes sense because hmm. they're like bitches be reading and we's bitches <laughs> and we know what the girls want. <laughs> No, you're absolutely correct. Uh, wow. Okay, so you wanted to give that to people so they could they could they could fuck up some some rich people's shit. Yeah. Look, I'm an ethical scammer. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we scamming against Daddy Government. Um, in this letter, actually, she said, you know, you're not scamming Daddy Bezos when you return the book. And so ah. I was like, oh, I thought we were scamming Daddy Bezos, like, because that nigga needs to be robbed. We all need to rob him. So <laughs> it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna. He happen. got that too dude- much money. How you get divorced? You still like the richest nigga ever? No, rich. he's so by, rich. By the way, what what it means when he when we say this is what I always think about. What it means when we this this dude is so rich. He is richer not only than ev- any other person ever in the history of the world. 
but richer than any country in the history of the world. <laughs> this dude has more money than the United States. This we dude need has to more rob money. that nigga tonight. <laughs> like, Yo, I, so, I'm tired of it. Also, like, he, there's this thing with rich white men in that sector where they're like, so understated, just t shirt and jeans. And everyone's like, oh, see, that's what rich people do. They wear regular clothes. I'm like, no, bitch, you have too much money. I need to see you in finery all the time. You need to be spending it. And you're not, you're a hoarder. <laughs> like, but yo, it's, it's the, it's the Bezoses. <laughs> it's the Gateses and the Bezoses um, that dress that way, but they're kids. That's where it gets different. When Ooh. you see the kids of these rich people, okay. the people who are 30 and younger, they are doing what they you are drip. talking about. Okay, because I want drip. Like, nigga, Jeff Bezos should be in a gold wig every day made of real gold. Like, come Mm-mm. on now. His neck should hurt from the jewelry. His earlobes no, should sag from the diamonds. Like, that's I what I want. I think he has a, uh, uh, what's it, is it Bezos or Bezos? I don't care. Put some I disrespect that- on his name. I'm trying to, I was trying to scam you right now. I was going to try to say something in a, this is what I, this is my scam that I always do is trick people into me doing a pun. That's what I, that's what I like doing. I love Sorry, tricking dense. people Did I miss into it? a Bezos? pun. No, I didn't do it. I was going to say that he has a child named A2 and then, um, then his name, A to Bezos. But wow. that's, I know. It's <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid. It's stupid. Oh, I love your dad humor. Like, if you guys don't hey, follow Baron I on Twitter, one. he has the best dad humor, and it's very yeah. fun. And it's because I didn't wholesome. have one, so someone has to do it. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh my god. And all right, guys. So for what's hot and fraud, the real one. Before we take a break, um, this person is male presenting. So Baron, I need a fake name that's male presenting for this listener letter. Brandon. Brandon. Oh, I love a Brandon. I feel like Brandons are usually hot, or they used to be in like the early two thousands. <laughs> Brandons. Were I've hot never then. met a baby named Brandon though. Neither have I. Shit. Mm-hmm. I've only met twelve year olds named Brandon when I was twelve. Wow. You ever met a baby named Chelsea? No. Exactly. Read the facts. And Chelsea's one of our producers, and I she I never met her when she was a baby. That's true. She <laughs> oh my was God. one. I've heard that's inevitable. That at some point you might have been a baby. Most people. Most people have been babies, but she, yeah, she. I've never met a. That's like a, like a, like all those old people names. Are are Brandon and Chelsea now old people names? Maybe. That's what always happens. Like these cycles kind of happen, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like suddenly everyone's named one thing, and then it, and then twenty years later, that's what everyone like. Like is Chelsea the new Myrtle? <laughs> Myrtle Chelsea's Myrtle's on, this on call. the way back. Myrtle's on the way back. I'm telling you. Uh oh. <laughs> I would say Chelsea's the new Opal. That's what I would say. That's what oh, I would that's say. worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, my grandma's name is Mildred. Uh, so, <laughs> mm, Gladys. Oh, yes. Like the night. So, <laughs> see, I did one for you. I did that for you. So, <laughs> here's the real hot and fraud today. So, back in high school days, a bitch was broke, says Brandon. <laughs> um, well, not really, but I just wanted some extra coin. Mm. So I began selling my art on Facebook, but that wasn't really taking off, like, at all. Duh. Okay. Uh, you a baby selling art on Facebook. Facebook is for old people and racists. But, all right, so... I ended up getting on Grinder and setting the age restriction to 50-plus. Brandon! <laughs> to sell art? 
to sell art. I'm loving you, so where you this got is on going. <laughs> I love. I want to hear the second act. That's you got on Dick Roulette, the app. <laughs> well, you know, if if Dick is a possibility, people will buy art. I you, have heard. You set the age to thirsty. Because we all know <laughs> 50 plus is thirsty. So you said it to thirsty. And you was like, I'm going to sell my art. Oh, okay. Okay. Thirsty for watercolors. <laughs> I, want, I want some impressionist art. You know, which I, what the girl's doing. Uh, so... I began messaging every single person I saw. Of course, when they asked what I was doing, I always said, working on some art. Even if I was uh, sitting on my ass watching Netflix, I was being all cute and flirty. So these grown-ass men started asking me for pictures of my art and started showing interest in buying them. So <laughs> I printed out, meet up with them at a Starbucks, get my money, and leave. They were so salty that I didn't stay to chat or go back to their place, but I got the money, so I didn't really care. Obviously, I didn't offer any sex, but it wasn't my fault they had misread my the flirty text that I sent. Misread! <laughs> that was Grinder. Yeah, I sent four eggplants and six water emojis. <laughs> but I was flirting. And y'all misread it. <laughs> eggplant palette, eggplant palette, eggplant palette. What else that supposed to mean? <laughs> that's, that's, I'm going to applaud this. This is incredible. This one is like, I have respect for Brandon here. Seriously. Brandy said, what this bussy talk, English, Spanish, and French. Like, he came out here and city girl these niggas so hard. And I love it. Wow. I love it. Oh my God. So, um... He said he didn't offer any sex, but he was like, I hmm. sent these 40 texts. Like, that's their fault for misinterpreting. $25 a print, sometimes 50 if I was in a rich part of town. Come on, what you knowing? Whoa. Come on, you better know. You better know when to hijack the price. This is this is like sociology and anthropology and geography <laughs> coming to life in this. This is incredible. Go on, go on. Oh, he said, look, Third we in Beverly Hills, the gas is higher and so are these prints. And I <laughs> love it. I love him. He said the scam was legal, but I was serving some justice too. Nasty old men talking to 16-year-olds deserve to be out of some money. Love the oh show. Oh my goodness. This is the first time I've heard the age. Yeah, never, oh, I said it a couple times. They never times. said they were 16. He was a child. And oh. I was like, um... I almost didn't I must read have it. Missed that. I must have missed that. It get, I almost didn't read it because I'm not a, a Lolita person. I don't like to be an unreliable narrator. Like he's a child. Um, but also, I'm also though, glad that nothing happened to him. I'm glad that he just scammed some little dirty men. Because if you're 50, you know what a 16 year old looks like. You know. So if your nasty oh, ass was at the Starbucks getting your flat white waiting on this child, <laughs> you deserve to be scammed. Fuck you, weirdo. If you weirdo. was getting your flat white waiting for your flat white, you deserve <laughs> to be scammed. See, that's when a pun works. <laughs> that was excellent. They should be robbed and they should also be in fucking jail. That's why I read wow. it because I was like, oh, I kind of felt weird about the 16-year-old thing. And then when I found out nothing happened to him, I was like, oh, okay. Well, then he just robbed a bunch of people who needed to be robbed. And yes. Well, this is the thing about. A but now scam. I do feel bad about my bussy talk joke because I didn't realize actually that <laughs> I'm talking about a kid. So, well, uh, I, here's the thing because this is the second scam. 
These are like, you are interested in justice. That's what it sounds like you are interested in. You are interested in justice beyond the government, beyond the police and the jails. I'm a freedom fighter. <laughs> so you're like, so if there is a scam that works, my people, I give you the tools. That's what it sounds like you're trying to do here. Oh, yeah. No, I want people to get robbed. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully for it, but I'm not for it if it's robbing people who I don't think should be robbed, like the authoresses. I'm so sorry, authoresses. I hope I ain't cost y'all some money. I know I did. I know y'all getting robbed right now, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that. But I, you, you're the most entertaining enabler I have ever met. <laughs> I'm chaotic. I can't help it. I am chaos. I, I want to stop, but I can't. Uh, one time, my friend... <laughs> Who decided not to be my friend anymore because I was too oh. ratchet. <laughs> it oh, was goodness. in college. She was right. She was like a very classy hoe. And I was like making <laughs> out with niggas in the club. Like we shouldn't have been friends. Like I was not representing her well at the time. And she <laughs> told me, she was like, I know you're an actress, but your life isn't a movie and you need to stop acting like it is. And I was like, oh, whoa. Oh, okay. Wait, was that her breakup line? Yeah, she broke up with me. Damn, that's a drop. <laughs> and then I found some messy hoes to be friends. So I was like, y'all hoes are a mess. Let me join you. <laughs> that's incredible. And when you write the movie about your life, you get to put that line in there and profit from it. And that's the that's the justice. You get right. to put what she said to you in your script. Make that money, and there's the justice. My goodness. But see, you know, as an improv comedian, you know, as a comedian in general, like, and especially as a stand up, like, you gotta live to write. So you gotta go out and live and go do some shit and talk to some people. And <laughs> that's how we get material. I wouldn't be able to talk on a show for hours every week. Uh, shout out to y'all for the Spotify tags of like, listen, <laughs> how long y'all been listening to me. And also, I'm sorry. If you were listening to me for seven hours in one day, I apologize. <laughs> Just, That's kind of what it's like to be inside your head, though. So you 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 know it can be it can be. Fruitful. That's why I'm saying sorry. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. My head is a roller coaster. That was what really got me about quarantine. It was just too much time alone thinking, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so tired of this bitch. <laughs> me. That's what the hell. That's what my podcast is about. Is trying to is helping people figure out how to get through this and and hearing what people use like how they get through it shit, mm, you know i like that because we're all looking for answers you know and information on that we're all trying to hear what each other is you know when i check in with my people that's what it is that i wanted to put out there i love that self-core <laughs> 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 and that was not Plug. a place advertisement but what you will hear next is we'll be right back after some non-scam advertisements Scams! i love fashion okay but we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet which is why i love newly it's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like oh well it's dead now well with newly you can keep having fresh fits and you're helping the planet try out trending styles colors silhouettes and then you can send it back for something new okay come on newly for just 98 dollars a month you get your choice of any six styles each month access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing i know that's right it's fast free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility 
plus the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Goddess. 20. Just go to N-U-L-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code goddess20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I know a lot of y'all out there have those unemployed roommates. Uh, what, do we, what do we call them? Uh, Children. Yes, yes, you have some of those unemployed children. And just like Whitney said, they are the future, okay? Don't you want to set your child up for success? Is your child asking questions on their homework and you scamming them because you don't feel equipped to answer? Come on now, I haven't seen a trapezoid in so long, I can't use a protractor, okay? That's why you need to get IXL Learning. It's an online learning program for children. It covers math, language arts, science, social studies, and it's designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. We love some positive reinforcements. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S., okay? Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash Scam Goddess. Visit IXL.com slash Scam Goddess to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. And we are back and it's time for my favorite segment of this podcast, Historic Hoodwinks. Why am I talking like this? This is not my voice. (laughs) I don't know. I'm giving you something different, girls. (laughs) I got to vary it up. I got to give you guys different things. So... Historic Hoodwinks, if you're new here, and if you've stayed on this long, (laughs) we've been on a ride. Um, Historic Hoodwinks is where I will regale Baron with a Mm. historical scam or hoodwink. And I'll get his opinions all throughout, and he'll tell me if he likes it, if he doesn't. You guys know I love a scammer. I clearly love chaos, but we're ethical scammers here. We're ethical criminals. Um, (laughs) We have a code. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see if we love it by the end. So today we're talking about the fake French minister in silicone mask who stole millions. And yeah, you heard me right. I'm talking about someone who put on a silicone mask. (laughs) So that he looked like somebody else. (laughs) That's a good mask. The mask is good. Marina, can we pull that mask up? Because the mask is good. I want you to see it. It's cute. Well, they say you got to, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to, was it break eggs to make eggs? (laughs) You got to break some eggs to make an omelet. That's what What it is. What does that mean? It means that you got to spend money to make money. So if you invested in a good ass mask, knowing that it was going to, you know. Fair, fair. Yes. You're absolutely right. And it did. It did. Okay, so look. Look at this. Look at this nigga. Yo, that mask is good. And if you're talking, look, obviously here on Zoom, the girls can do a lot on Zoom. You know you can put filters on your Zooms to make yourself cuter? Yes, yes. The, uh, what's it called? The improve, make me a human filter? (laughs) What is is it? Make me sexy Zoom? Yeah, it's like a filter that's like. Undisgusting. Click undisgusting. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
hide my ugly face. Thank you, Zoom. Uh, uh, okay, so this did this dude did this over Zoom. Yeah. Okay, well that's different. And that, also that, he's old, and this comes into like ageism, because <laughs> you know true. with ageism, ageism is a smart scam because when people get older, we stop. Okay, now we have a side-by-side of who this man really... Ooh, I can see how this worked. But you would also He's believe his internet connection is that bad for the for the, for the for the thing to be blurry. It's like, oh, this dude is still on on dial-up. Like, it's like, clearly, like, this guy, this guy doesn't have any good MBPS. And man, that's why you're just like... Oh, from he, his pager. <laughs> he said, he said, one, four, three, I love you. We was like, huh? Like, yeah, that's what he happened. He plugged this into a Boost Mobile modem. Come on. <laughs> If the shit said chirp chirp before it started. <laughs> <laughs> what has he got? Cricket? Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's some T Mobile ass shit. And <laughs> okay, okay. No, respect, sh- no shade though. to the T Mobile community though. I love y'all. Uh- <laughs> the T the Mobile community. <laughs> yes, yes. That very, that very underserved. <laughs> discriminated against community <laughs> Listen, that we call T-Mobile users. This is America, okay? People associate themselves with brands. I didn't realize that until I started talking cash shit about TD Bank. And then all the TD Bank community was like, I love banking there. And I'm like, y'all repping hard for a know. bank. See, it's a bank. Do you know what TD stands for, though? Uh, mm, total. Toronto. Toronto Dominion. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Canadian Kingdom. I'm I not was going to say money. total Excuse disaster, me. but <laughs> total eclipse. See, you about to have me back on TD Twitter because they don't like me over there. <laughs> they mad Uh-oh. at me. They was like, stop talking shit about our bank. A eh? and. You don't like things with T, T Mobile, TD, TD Bank. Go no. on, go on. So as you can see, I, I think the things as I realize this is a podcast, so we have to describe things to you guys. So what we were looking at was a silicone mask on a man who was pretending to be an, another man. Uh, the differences basically were like the other man's like kind of tanner, but you're looking at different lighting. The yes. the signal, everything looked real shoddy. Like I'm telling He's you, pics, an old it was very ball. Android video, honey. It was giving Android Snapchat, and if you know, you know. And <laughs> so you, you don't know. know. <laughs> don't you talk shit about Android, Lacey? That is prejudice. I swear. I'm I tired got, of y'all landline, got, landline ass cell phones. I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> I hate the Android community. No, no. Si- <laughs> yeah, how You're dare you betray the Android jets. community? You're ruining See, this my group is how jets. I know. That's the Apple. Apple has used a really good scam for their marketing. It's called racism because yeah, ever since I moved, ever since I moved to Android, I get Apple people being like, "Why are you green?" I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about? I'm not green to me. All I see is green." It's just kind of like mm, that's how racism works. That's what Apple did. It that's is why all their products are. Why, 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 why? That's why they're white. And they sprinkle some racism in everything. And I can't stop. I love Tim Apple. <laughs> I love him. Okay. Tim Apple. <laughs> him and Daddy Government. I love them so much. Put your foot on my neck harder, Daddy Government. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, the picture's really shady, right? But. Since he's an older gentleman, people aren't mm-hmm. really looking at it that hard. Like, I'm sure this mask probably wasn't even, he ain't laced this down. He ain't put no got to be on this shit. It's not glued down. Like, I'm sure the shit was hanging off, but they were like, he's old. Maybe his face is hanging off his body. That's what but old people also, do. It's also like, look, people aren't just sitting there studying the picture. They're living their lives. You know, this was, this was a Zoom 
thing that was happening. Yeah. People are walking around making coffee, having toast, you know, you know, texting, whatever. They're not fully paying attention to. I've been on Zoom meetings where I walked away from the screen. I'm like, I can hear it, you know, like a sitcom from the 90s. Like, I, I, I get the gist. So for two years, starting in 2015, Gilbert Schilke and Anthony Lasarovich, um, I think I said that right. Wow. Impersonated France's defense minister at the time. Jean. Whoa. Wait, two years? Yeah, two years. Jean-Yves Ledran. They scammed 80 million euros. That's 90 million dollars from wealthy victims, including Aga Khan, Prince Karim Aga Khan, is the spiritual leader of a branch of the Shiite Islam. He also happens to be a multimillionaire and a philanthropist and the owner of Chateau Margaux Wines. So they were just robbing everybody with this. Wow. The hustle required targets to believe that they were being contacted by Mr. Legion, who requested financial help to pay ransoms for journalists. So he was like, they got the girls. The girls went to the country and they took some photos. And, and the next thing we know, the military girls took the girls away and we need to get the girls back. So <laughs> hmm. now this is a this is an interesting philosophical point for me, because, you know, if we're talking about ethical scamming. I'm, I, I think who you scam is important, but how you scam is also important. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like them using that story makes that offends me like they that they kind of you know use the idea of shit that's happening that's scary to scam rich people now if they scam rich people in uh not at the expense of people who are being you know uh literally kidnapped and murdered then i can get on board with it so what do you think about that Lacey? Mm, i don't know i don't know because i don't know i know how you spell that (laughs) a-i-o It's actually I-O-N. I don't know. Mm-hmm, um, okay. That's Ion, actually. But um, I, I, don't I, know. Don't, I don't know because we've mm-hmm. talked about scams on this show where it's like, oh, they called us and somehow faked our mom's number. And we're like, we have your mom and we have our hostage and we're beating her ass up right now. Send us money. And they didn't have the mom hostage. She was just at home watching Young and the Restless. But... I don't know if I hated it because like <laughs> it also feels like I don't know that also feels hacky to me like I'm just kind of like maybe I'm being too much of a comic here I'm like at least have some originality come on make it snappy like everyone gets kidnapped I, I want something that's a uh, compelling you know what I mean I guess that's what it is <laughs> fair fair you know? and I do think that this actually Because in 2015, like in that time period, there were a lot of journalists getting kidnapped. I mean, there still are. But at that time, there were a lot in the news. So it was especially in France. Yeah. Right. So it was punchy. It was uh, topical, topical, relatable. (laughs) Evergreen. (laughs) It's really evergreen. man. It is evergreen. Sadly, they be kidnapping journalists. Child, Shout out to journalists. Shout out to y'all for having the audacity to pull up at the fire and start taking photos because it couldn't be me. It could not be me. Y'all was like, hey, we at the war. Let me get my Kodak. No, 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 no. Not me. But I appreciate y'all because otherwise, how would I know what's going on? Like, I you need ever see that, to... You ever see that movie, uh, <laughs> Nightcrawler? No, I haven't. The one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> I, I can't help but laugh I'm when I say his name for some reason. <laughs> no, but I, accident- I don't know, accidentally saw it. I, I 
it's pretty interesting in terms of what you believe a journalist to be, because there are the people who are out there trying to get the stories, but then there are the people who just want to document the chaos and make the money. That can be its own scam, too. Oh, see, I I love both of them because I think that journalists are people who have harnessed the negative aspects of their personality and made them work. And what I mean by that is we always mm. talk about hater jobs on here. I'm like, if you're a mm-hmm. fucking hater, if you just know you're one of those people who's like, oh, I hate that they got this clothes. I hate they got these cars. I hate everything about them. Get into a hater profession. Become an accountant. Become a meter maid. Become, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, fucking work for the IRS. Like, Damn. get a hater job so that you can let your hate out in an appropriate manner. And like, I feel like journalists are just nosy ass niggas who need to be in people's business. And they were like, okay, well, I'm going to work for the news. So this way I can walk around the block and talk to niggas about everything. And it's sanctioned. <laughs> like, they're that, just nosy. Okay. They're nosy. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I also love, I just want to say I love your hate, your get a hater job philosophy. Uh, I appreciate the, the Buddhism behind it. We really. all need an outlet. We all the, need an outlet for the things. I think the things that make us great can also destroy us. So it's like you have to find an outlet for the bad shit and it's like get a hater job you know uh mm, or become mm. a journalist is journalist a hater job i'm putting that it's a nosy job that's just when you nosy you like mess too much nah it, you know see it, it, i'll debate you on this but we don't got time we don't we, we do not have <laughs> we don't this. so let's keep going so he's telling everybody the girls are kidnapped okay olivia pope with the newspaper <laughs> the girls is kidnapped <laughs> Give us money, because that's how we're going to get them out. So the hustle required targets to believe that they were being Mm. contacted by Mr. Ledrion, who requested financial help to pay ransoms for journalists being held hostage in the Middle East. We talked about that. So since Mm -hmm. France officially does not pay ransoms to hostage takers, the fake Ledrion assured that payments could not be traced and asked for the funds to be placed in a bank in China. So he's like, listen, Mm. you know the girls in France. We don't do this, okay? No, okay? We don't do this. So we need to keep it all secret, okay? Clandestine. <laughs> so send the money to China. This makes sense, right? It's for France, but send it to China. I mean, this is a this is kind of a classic scam just done in a really, you know, in a different arena. You know, like we have to, we need you to send us this money and it can't be traced. That's, that's pretty... You know, there's a. I'm I'm starting to come around. Right. It's, the, all, it's giving <laughs> Nigerian prints. It's giving Nigerian prints. It is Nigerian taxes prince, and yeah. fees, and I love it because it's like Barack Obama, the audacity of scams. Like this is a big ass scam to just be like, <laughs> we're gonna impersonate a whole government. Like, <laughs> what? What day did you wake up and you was like? We're going to impersonate the government. <laughs> like, but it's also like, it also is indicative of how fucked up things are in France, I guess. <laughs> that like, these people believed this as well. And that, you know, I don't know how fucked up government is, I guess, in general. I mean, have the French like, given us anything since fries? <laughs> um, Statue of Liberty. And that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. She's a moment. I guess she's cute. So... <laughs> <laughs> Who impersonated the minister and why? Everything about the story is exceptional. They dared to take on the identity of serving a French minister, which we talked about. They called up CEOs and heads of government around the world and asked for vast amounts of money. The nerve of it all. Oh, yes, Daphne. I This is Delphine Miette, a lawyer to the minister, and I fucking agree with you. Daphne, Delphine, child, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> presumably the fact... 
<laughs> that as a defense minister, he might be in charge of ransom demands was part of it. Because like he is like, I'm the defense minister. So, you know, the girls call me when the ransom needs to be paid. Like, that's my job. Mm. So that mm-hmm. gives him legitimacy mm-hmm. when he's impersonating this person, right? Uh, but another factor may have been his relative obscurity. So mm. Gilbert Chicky, 54, and Anthony Lastrovich, 35, were the masterminds of the scam in which three victims parted with about 55 million euros. Woo. There were five other men involved, aged 27 to 59. That's where you gotta have people, you gotta Damn. have, a 27-year-old is hungry. 27 is where you're like, at least for me, it was like, I wasn't poor, poor, but I was, <laughs> but, but I was still very hungry for money. A 27-year-old will work very hard for you. <laughs> and then the oldest people were 54? 59. 59. So this is actually um, inspiring. This is what happens when generations get together. You right. Know, you we need to come together. Miracles, people. Come on. Miracles. Listen to your elders. Some call them felonies. <laughs> we call them miracles. Yes, uh, <laughs> there can be felonies. If you believe. If you believe. Robbery. <laughs> yes. That, oh, there can be robberies. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So felonies is great, though. So. God, we're such comedians. We're doing weird comedian stuff that we need. I know to- we're like in a writer's room right now. <laughs> it's just oh, like you're pigeons. bringing it out of me. Everyone brings something different out of me. It makes me feel weird that <laughs> I, feel like I think it's, it's called um, listening. <laughs> I just feel like a different person on every episode, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm sorry, guys. So. How they did it. The system started with an initial telephone call from someone claiming to be a member of the minister's inner circle, such as his mm-hmm. special advisor. So it's like, you ain't even getting called by the real nigga. They was like, I'm the assistant to the fake nigga. And I need to tell you, like, so I love that. Because you, you do have to set the up hook. the expectation of like, yes. if you are an important person, you never contact people directly. So that's smart. This no, person would then arrange the conversation with the minister himself. Initially, these ministerial calls were also over the phone but in an effort to be more convincing the scam went up a level to video honey now the fake ladrion not only had to sound like the defense minister he also had to look like him too mm-hmm. so in meetings arranged on skype throwback <laughs> i said zoom but it is skype shout the out f- to microsoft <laughs> is that microsoft <laughs> yeah that was they the last skype. good thing they gave us that and control <laughs> all delete ever since then it's been trash what about Xbox? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we a PS community over here. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Big and Sony, honestly, I'm not a big gamer. I used to do Grand Theft Auto and I would just ride around and steal money and have sex with the sex workers. And I was like, I'm 11. This feels like not a good idea. <laughs> this feels like not good for my brain development. <laughs> I'm 11. This is wrong. That's incorrect. That's incredible. Have you ever oh, checked yourself goodness. as a child? <laughs> like I parented yeah. myself in that moment and was like, hey. I don't know who told me I could do this, but they should not have. <laughs> well, I'm really glad you did it before you riggedy wrecked yourself. I did. I checked myself. Uh Baron. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so in the meetings that they arranged on Skype, the fraudster wore a custom-made Ledrion mm. mask and sat in a room that looked like a ministerial office, complete with flags and a portrait of the then president Francois Hollande. Um, I'm giving y'all so much on these names, and if you're from France, maybe I'm wrong. Who cares? Aren't they cute? You like them? <laughs> 
I love mispronounced French names. That's why I love going to Louisiana. <laughs> but you just got to put more stank on it. You, know, you say it fast, too. That's my scams. I just say names oh, yeah. really fast. Throw when, some D's on it. Yeah. On that bitch. <laughs> just throw, some B, throw some D's on that French. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> dad go. jokes. They're there so good. Oh, gosh. This is warming my heart. So... They made sure he was badly lit and at some distance from the camera, which we saw. He was really, He was badly lit. lit. He looked dead. he was a distance. (laughs) He He looked like who did the body. And I was like, why does he look dead? But look, if you are are having a secret conversation with the minister of whatever, the defense of France, you're not expecting this mofo to have fantastic lighting and makeup. You know, I mean, it's not like he's just like, all right, get get Meryl no. Streep's team <laughs> in here, please. Value. Get the get the ones who made her look like that woman from uh, Britain. Get them in here. Like they don't have a budget, so it's like I'm 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 with it. I'm with it. That's a that's an eye for detail. True. So they also made sure that the connection was bad and only lasted mm-hmm. a short time, just enough to put the bait. So mm. Guy Patrice Lignac. There's so many French names in here. Of the is it pat- guy? G U Y? Yeah. That's usually Guy. Guy? In French, yeah. Guy Petrus? Knew- oh, yeah, because you don't say the S either. So it's Guy Petrus Lignon. Oh, I, I can't see what you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said that like you could see. <laughs> I was no, like, I you, can't. you, you like, looking I, at this? <laughs> I just knew I knew a Guy. So that's, that's it. Guys, our guests never hear the episodes before. That's how we ended up with the Jamila Jamila episode. <laughs> they don't know who we're talking about. Um, no, Jamila is wonderful. I love her. She's a sweetheart. But I accidentally talked about someone who's very much alive with her. And then that woman, mm. it turned out, was like kind of obsessed with her. <laughs> Whoa. And it was a whole thing on Twitter. So, but they never know. They uh. never know what we're talking about. This is all off the cuff and very much live. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> looking back now, I asked myself, okay, so this is the Guy, Guy Petri. This is Guy Petri <laughs> talking. And he's See, I of love the, that attitude's coming out. He's of do the, it, do it. I'm give doing us a shoulder. Hand. You gotta no, give I'm, us some shoulder. I'm hitting him with the shoulders and no one can see. But I'm imagine like coach, that I'm, I'm like coaching you, you like Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act. Give us some shoulders. Give us some shoulders. That's not a man. Listen, I'm hitting you guys with the shoulders and you can't away. even see it. But I am. I'm give, That's how much I love y'all. I'm giving. Okay? So Guy Petri, his Ooh. like... Uh, a wine dynasty legacy. He's like got mm. wine coin. He's got that long wine money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He got that Pinot and that Noir. So looking back now, this is him talking. I asked myself a lot of questions, but it <laughs> did look like him. And he was asking for my help for service of the state. It's scary because maybe if he had asked for less money, I might have said yes. So Guy was like, Okay, he canceled me, and I was like, I want to be, I want a favor from the government. I want the favor, I want the government to be like, we need you. And then I'd be like, remember when y'all had needed me, government? I need a favor now. Like, that's the thing about being rich. You get to a certain point of richness where you want to get involved in politics because you're like, I want to control the country. (laughs) Well, when you get to a certain amount of richness, you become your own country. That's how you start thinking about yourself. You don't you you could give a fuck. Uh, unfortunately, people most people that rich could give a fuck about uh you know, the people who uh, worked hard to get them that rich. Right. It's also weird when you get to that point where you're starting to I'm actually getting not to the so rich country point, but to the point of so busy I need help and not realizing mm-hmm. I can't do it all. <laughs> oh, Lacey. 
<laughs> I have been there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And niggas keep popping up in my life and being like, you need help. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I get, I get, you know, getting big enough that you need more people in your life than you thought you did. But I know I, I don't get gotta, being like you, Lacey. <laughs> you're going to have to. I'm sorry to say this, Lacey. Trust niggas. I know. I know. Ooh, I know. I don't like that. <laughs> you are going to have to trust somebody. I'm not a trusting human. <laughs> I'm I. OK, well, you just said it. But like, you know, that's part of it. Delegation. OK, I don't like on that. the way <laughs> I don't like you that. cannot you cannot experience elevation until you experience delegation. If you don't get y'all Yana Van Zandt ass off my podcast, Baron, I can't. <laughs> We're not doing this. Next thing I know, you're going to have me holding dolls and talking to pictures of Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, a $20 bill with her on Guys, it, at least. Google that. If you've never seen my favorite... Okay, so here's the thing about Oprah Winfrey. She's a genius, but she loves to hire criminals. Everyone she's hired and elevated is a scammer. Dr. Phil, Dr. What is his nigga? Elania Vincent. <laughs> oh, Dr. Oz, right? Yeah. Doctor, that, that? Dr. Oz mm. or Dr. What's his nigga? I think they're the same. So she's hired a lot of scammers. Them niggas is scammers. They are criminals. Elania Vincent ain't nobody's therapist. She is wild. <laughs> she literally had a rapper. But she's like a life coach, isn't she? Like, isn't that life coach, not a job. <laughs> Well, it is. It is when Oprah calls you one. Life coach is made up. Also, like the audacity of thinking you can be a life coach is something that I love so much because it's like the audacity of thinking you can be a comedian. Like, how dare I wake up and be like, people want to hear my jokes? That's, that's a dumb career. I've made stupid choices. Ooh. Okay. And I've just tried to scam my way as hard as I can because. Lacey, <laughs> sounds like you need a life coach right about now. <laughs> Oof, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing some walls going up. <laughs> We could both be life coaches. I feel like I could definitely be a life coach. I don't think well, I would coach you in the right direction. Uh, no, we have to do more self-worth. You know, you have to do more self, self-work self to become a life coach. Otherwise, you become a cult leader. And I that think is, I've uh, done enough. Yeah, no, I could be a cult leader. It's something. It's my fallback career. Like, I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful. I mean, y'all listening to this show, We what have we already done? We have names. Uh-oh. I call you guys the congregation, and we oh kind of do goodness. this whole church thing. Like, I got bishops, I got deacons, and we, we talk to each other. I be talking to y'all. If you tweet me, sometimes I tweet you back, don't I? I am a cult leader. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you this now, because I don't, don't fall too deep. <laughs> this has been the Church of Mosley. Listen, this is the congregation of scams, Okay. I call myself scam goddess. I have candles. Nick, I am trying to start a cult. Fuck. I am. Um, but like you a that good cult. Scamorous lifestyle. There's one for I might you, cut right? all of this out of the episode. No. So, <laughs> so let's get to getting caught, because let's get we gotta get out of here. Um so one person who didn't fall for the trap was Senegalese leader Mackie Saw. This yep. was basically because the fake Ledron made a basic error of addressing the president with polite French vu. And <laughs> wait a minute. The dude from Senegal is like, hmm, this is not, he's not racist enough. <laughs> He figured it out. Continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. In fact, the two men know each other well. And when talking, use the familiar do. So he was mm. like, uh, you doing, why are you doing so much? <laughs> like, this supposed to be a homie. 
So others became suspicious in August 2017, and he made the mistake of traveling to Ukraine. Why did I put so much on Ukraine? You, uh, put, you put a French <laughs> accent on Ukraine, by the way. I'm French. Because you're committing. I'm committing French now. With this pussy talk, English, Spanish, and French, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so... If you haven't listened to the City Girls and understand that I am a City Girl yet, I am. So others become suspicious. In August 2017, he made the mistake of traveling to the Ukraine. Uh, he was arrested at the request of the French and told police he was on a pilgrimage to a tomb of a well-known rabbi. But his phone was evidence that he had come to buy a new mask. So he went to re-up on them, the mask, them silicone masks. They couldn't wow. mail it to you, sis. It's 2015. They couldn't g- give you a FedEx moment. Like, why do you have to go get it yourself? Wow. Uh, this is, I love this. <laughs> it's just like a, it's like a, be- it's like an onion. Just layers and layers and layers <laughs> that make my eyes water. This like, is, not this you is getting caught because they couldn't send it to you next day. Like, what's happening, sis? <laughs> <laughs> they had made enough money that they didn't have to travel all that way. Also, they had made enough money that they should have just stopped. That's the thing about scamming. You get high on it. And Mm -hmm. if you've scammed almost $90 million, you are good. (laughs) You are fine. They could have just stopped. But they kept going because that's the thing about scamming. It's not necessarily about the money. It's also about the thrill and the high. It's your job. It's your profession. So it's like us. We're not going to stop. If we made enough money as comedians to live fine for the rest of our lives we would still be up in somebody's face doing stand-up because it's not about the money you gotta yeah you gotta have your purpose uh wow yeah you're right you do get high off of it i guess you would because especially if you're getting away with it like it's it's because that's the other thing is like how do you dismount sometimes from these things it sounds like they had an easy opportunity this Just is stop. why Put the they silicone the silicone mask away like it's really not what? <laughs> they didn't see Ocean's 13. That's what it is. That's what it is. They stopped at 12 and they thought they could. No, I'm I'm, I'm being silly. <laughs> I don't know. I was believing. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I could be a life coach. You'd just be saying anything. And I'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's <laughs> I a comedian curse. So the heavy sentence of 11 years plus a 2 million euro fine went to Cheeky, who shouted from the dock, it's a scandal. You should be ashamed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, in a different, this is a translation of what this person might have said, right? Yeah. And so then his accomplice received a seven-year sentence and a one million euro fine. Mr. Cheekley was already somewhat known con man whose life was the subject of a movie. In an interview with a French television in 2010 over previous scams, Cheekley said he was intrigued by the game of scamming. Mm-hmm. That's the addiction. Mm-hmm. Because it's like am, you got so much money. You just well, like putting on gowns. You should have been an I'm actor. I'm very in, intrigued by the, the so, game of scamming. So many scammers, I think, should be actors because they just like putting on. And I think that's why I went into acting because I was like, I love to give girls a lie, but get paid for it. <laughs> like a fun I mean, lie, if, a, a, an honestly, outfit. I think you're right. If a lot more scammers were actors, then a lot of these actors that are out here would fucking stop because the scam that a lot of these actors out here have, have pulled off is that they can act. <laughs> but a scammer has proven that they can. It's the 80 million that they got sitting in Aruba, Jamaica. Come on. I want to take you. Bermuda, Banks Bahama. Banks in China. Why? 
All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back for the saddest part of the show, which is the end. Robbery! Hey there, we're VibeCheck, and we are working on a special series called Hey Sis, brought to you by Ulta Beauty, where we'll be in conversation with inspiring Black women creators. In this series, we'll be talking about all things Black, Black joy, Black beauty, and Black stories. And Ulta Beauty is celebrating Black-owned and founded brands, brands like Curl Mix, Undefined Beauty, Bevel, which we all use here to shave, and the legendary Pat McGrath Labs, who's having such a moment right now. So head to your local Ulta Beauty store or Ulta.com to shop your fave Black-owned and founded brands and check out Hasis, a Vibe Check series. You can listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all, I just saw this viral TikTok of this gorgeous woman in her 60s, and she was being interviewed about confidence, and she had the nastiest hair flip and the sickest jacket on. And I actually saw people, because y'all nosy as hell on the internet, going to find out where this jacket was from, and I was gagged. The jacket was like $8,000. I was like, um, that's a car. You're wearing somebody's like used Camry. And I love luxury, but I, that's 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 loud luxury to me. But wouldn't we all love some quiet luxury with the quality and expensiveness of that fancy 60-year-old lady, but at a price that doesn't have me fainting? That's why I love Quince, because they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for only $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. That's not going to you know, have the repo man at your house. I love the silk top. I've washed it several times. It's still giving silk. Also, it's got a little stretch to it. So when it, it hangs on my body, it just looks so rich and fancy. But I'm not spending crazy, fancy, rich money. I know that's right. I love Quince so much. Y'all already know the deal. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goddess and we're back guys and this is the saddest part of the show i have to let baron go damn i don't want to let you go but before you go on your way out Mm -hmm. at the door while you're grabbing your coat that's on the hook Mm -hmm. we're gonna do scammer of the week so Scammer of the Week is a segment where we talk about a infamous charlatan that is worthy of our praise. Or maybe not. Sometimes they trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you never know. But let's let's talk about the girls. So we have Marissa Hotchberg, a wellness Instagram influencer who tried to turn her summer vacation into a permanent lifestyle by squatting in the Hamptons in a mansion she was renting from June to August. Oh, right. Oh, I think I heard about this. <laughs> you did? I, th- I heard a little about this. Yeah, maybe. 2020. It's very recent. Yeah. Um, I worked in the Hamptons uh, when I lived in New York City. I don't know why I mm. grabbed my breast like that when I said that. Uh, <laughs> it was. You You actually put your hand over your heart, didn't you? I guess. Is that where my you heart did. is? You <laughs> did. That's why. That's It's because when you worked in the Hamptons, it, it hurt you. <laughs> that's what, that's, so you had a physical reaction to the memory of it. I worked in the Hamptons. This was hurt. Uh, this kind of got broken there. Painful. But as I was saying. Honestly, yes. The best part of the Hamptons was I was... Paul McCartney's uh, personal waiter at a pop-up restaurant that he frequented very often. Did he call you Blackbird? (laughs) The Blackbird in the bed of night. Uh, Listen, I know know me some Beatles, honey. Um, I'm I'm hearing it. So, (laughs) no, he didn't. But he did tell me when he was leaving 
for the season ending. He's like, you know, Lacey, you're going to be one of the best servers ever. Like, you're so talented. Like, you're going to be the best. And I was like, Paul, I don't want to be no goddamn server. <laughs> not for my whole life. Ain't nothing wrong wow. with waiting tables, but I didn't want to do it for my whole life. But he was like, listen, you got a real future in this. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was trying to make me his permanent server. And I was like, mm, Paul. Okay. I got to respect that they uh, that, that he was trying to encourage you a little. Right. He was so nice. He remembered my name. He was so sweet. He always tipped good. I remember his wife's allergies, that whole love eggplant. Like, huh. <laughs> like, I love him. I really do love him. But, um, but yeah. And also, like, if you are a server for your whole life, there's nothing wrong with that. And, in fact, there are servers who make over six figures a year. Like, if mm. you get into the real serving game, like, if you get in into the fucking Michelin shit where, where you gotta have your press suit on and no 5511 wines, oh, you can make a coin. A big coin. But that also brings up the fact that Reagan pulled a scam on the entire restaurant industry because these mofos should be salaried. Let's not... These people should not be working for only tips, but... That doesn't matter right now, does it? But also, can I just say this on the show? Since we're talking yeah. about scams, tipping is rooted in slavery. Yes, tipping yes, I is know. rooted in slavery, y'all. And I found that out, and I was like, God damn! So basically, what happened was is during Reconstruction after the Civil War. God damn! Look at me having facts. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically, niggas was free, and a lot of them were sharecropping, <laughs> and some of them weren't. And some of the girls were like, "Well, we need people to wait tables at our restaurant, but we don't want to pay niggas because they." and we don't want to pay them so that's where tipping started they were like the customer will pay these niggas <laughs> like, oh shit I did not know and that and they actually. will work for free uh, uh ish <laughs> back then, then it was like free ish I mean it's been 10 years right <laughs> and then America was like you know what this this were good for niggas but we should actually oppress everybody with this how about we all do this <laughs> about tipping is a thing in restaurants all over and it still is so yeah there you go guys all right let's get out of this goddamn episode so marissa who temporarily remember marissa because i went on a tangent again somehow told y'all about niggas and slavery anyway (laughs) (laughs) remember how i was supposed to be talking about what i talk about so marissa who temporarily made her instagram account with twelve thousand followers private agreed to pay a total of thirty one thousand seven hundred fifty dollars to rent out a three-bedroom two-bedroom house or three-bedroom two-bathroom house in the hamptons she paid the first half then emailed the couple a bizarre note about wanting to buy the house which was not for sale so she got on verbal and was Mm. like hey girl here's half and then she was like "Mm, you know i sent you the rest of the money but i want to buy this house and it was like girl we we never said it was for sale what's happening so Hmm. this is probably a dumb quote okay so she said this this is her quote this is probably a dumb question because you built the house but you aren't looking to sell by any chance are you i have fallen in love with it ha ha figured i ask This is audacity, and I love it. According to mm-hmm. court documents, she was required to pay the second half of the rent money by June 15th and failed to do so. But she kept posting photos of herself on the property on Instagram. In the weeks leading up to her move-out date on August 8th, her 90-year-old <laughs> father called the couple who owned the house and asked if his daughter could stay longer. Not you calling your daddy and be like, Daddy, go ask them. Also, like... Obviously, she didn't have the money because she's trying to purport like she has money. She was like, I know mm. I ain't sent y'all the rest of the money, but is the house for sale? Because I'm so rich. I could definitely buy it. 
But talking that game can, you know, that's right. that, that's what audacity can you can float on that for a while. And it confuses you know? people. It's smart to oh, confuse as yes. a scammer. So her father was listed as an occupant on her lease agreement, despite him telling the New York Times that he had his own place in Montauk, which is confusing also because it's like if you have a place in Montauk, why the fuck is she staying at a different house when she could be staying for free? Confusion. Hmm. So wait, Marissa texts the owners because she'd been talking to them and she texts them. She says, you're going to kick an almost 91 year old man out in the middle of a pandemic. So at this point, she's saying that her dad is mm. living with her, even though so he's she's... clearly living in Montauk. She had her dad call and be like, daddy, ask him if I can stay. And then when they said no, she was like, my daddy living here. And he old. He going to die. Y'all going to do this to him. Oh, okay. He so was never she, living there. She can't even keep track of what she was doing. Because she's, she's too busy. She's too busy trying to come up with the hashtags for, for these posts that she she lost her own place in her own scam. Like, I just like that she went from like, I'm living in this place posting by myself to dad, my daddy living here too. Dad, daddy, call him. Call him and tell him. And then when they're like, no, she was like, my dad's gonna die if y'all put us out. Like, he wasn't living there. Hmm. He was living in his own place in Montauk. Is this where they kind of figured her out though? Well, in an email asking the couple again to extend the lease to mid-October, Marissa said, I don't think new tenants would want a COVID-infected house, question mark. <laughs> it's not been confirmed if her father had been diagnosed with coronavirus, but now she's like, my daddy got corona and he sucked wow. every doorknob. Do you really want to <laughs> kick us out? That's... Silly. Do okay. you really want to kick us out? You love sucking appliances. You'll never get the COVID out of this house. <laughs> I've been following him around with a hand fan. Every time he coughs, I blow it into the furniture. And now you want us to leave? Weird. This nigga loves licking walls. You'll never get the COVID out. <laughs> like, bitch, you're crazy. You're crazy. So Hooshberg eventually moved out on October 12th, but the couple is now suing her for $14,450 that she still Whoa. owed, plus interest, and the additional $35,000 for rent they claim to have lost out on during her extended stay. Mm-mm. I like you, Marissa. This is fun. <laughs> you used everything. I love a pandemic scammer. I love that she was like, my dad's 91. Y'all gonna put him out. This is a housing crisis. Capitalism. Then she was like, he got the Rona. And Miss Rona is running through this place. <laughs> so she, did she book this place? Well, how does she get this place from these people? Like Airbnb or something? Yeah, or like she Verbo. Was renting. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it called Verbo? I always called it VRBO. <laughs> <laughs> Verbo. I like that. Um, so they have all of her information. And then she thought that she could just, hmm, interesting. To well, me, she, it was because she extended her stay. Yeah, but still. <laughs> like if someone has all your info, it's hard to kind of pull one over on them in the end. Always. This is very true. And actually, I do have to say, I'm not exactly sure if it was Verbo. Um Oh, she good just God. rented the mansion. <laughs> so. All right. Well, still. <laughs> still. All right. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, we always ask, where do you want to be found, Baron? Where do I want to be found? Where you want to be found. We don't ask where you can be found. We just want you to be found where you want to be found. <laughs> uh, I want to be found uh, healthy and happy oh, on my sweet. own podcast, Self-Quar. 
on Open Mike Eagles imprint Stony Island Audio. I love Open Mike Eagle. He's been on our show. I love him. That's my guy. That's my dude. Any socials? Anything else? Uh, yeah, go to my website, Google, type my name into Your the website's search, Google? And <laughs> you will find me. <laughs> Very owns Google. Sorry, I should have said that up top. <laughs> yes, ask Jeeves where I am. <laughs> no, uh, no, BaronVon.com. My socials, I'm on IG and Twitter. It's BarVonBlack, B-A-R-V-O-N-B-L-A-Q. Yes. Oh my God. You're going to love this. Why are we like so much the same person? But guys, um, as always, if you want to snitch on your friends and family, scamguyspod at gmail.com. I just want to give you guys a note because uh, y'all give me notes all the time. Y'all love to drag me. Your letters are too long. <laughs> okay. Um, make them shorter because I want to read them, but y'all be sending me novels, baby girl, and we can't do all that on earth. So you got to read through it and be like, is this necessary? Is this not? If it's messy, if it's funny, leave it. But if it's long, you got to cut some things. Okay. Um, love y'all though. Please keep sending me emails. Snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. If you want to find us, Scam Goddess Pod on all platforms. If you want to listen to me and my personal shenanigans, that's D I V A L A C I D Valacy on all platforms. Congregation, stay scheming. Damn goddess! This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess is starring me, duh. <laughs> Scam Goddess, a.k.a. Lacey Mosley. Scam Goddess is produced by Chelsea Jacobson and engineered by Marina Baez with research by Sherilyn Vera. Stay scheming! Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I wish I had a time machine. <laughs> I think about that TikTok sound a lot. Mooney, shout out to you. But like a lot of us spend our lives like wishing that we had more time. We don't have Beyonce's hours in a day. She done scammed us with that. But we still have time. And the question is like, time for what? If time was unlimited, like how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. That's why I really like the meditation in the morning because I set my intentions. And sometimes it's just like drink water today. Like the goals don't got to be that big all the time. You know what I mean? And like therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can just do more of it. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient flexible, and is suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief like questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch up anytime you want. So if they're not giving you the vibes, get you another one. BetterHelp is all about making sure you get the right fit. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash goddess today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash goddess.